So I forgot to tell you, you need to come up with an introduction line at the very beginning. That's probably going to be very tricksy and cocky like, but okay. Yeah, no, that's that, that's, that's, that's the one. idea. We totally ripped it off from them. Okay, great. Yes, love it. Yeah, and yeah, you you get the idea. Are you yeah. ready? Let's let's. No, but yeah, let's go. Let's hit it, Tuts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. I'm just a lonely egg hoping that I don't crack. Fine. Flapjack! I'm just here for the snacks. Victoria Taylor. Victoria! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the spot. <laughs> As I almost like shoved this whole mic down my face because I'm so excited. Practice. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the first time. I mean, <laughs> a lady never tells. Well, Victoria, we're so excited to have you joining us today. I'm excited to be here. Yes, and you are here because you. Well, a we wanted to highlight you to begin with, but you won the ultimate supreme competition. Oh yeah. That was actually a really fun night. Really long night. Yeah. It was a very night. memorable. <laughs> I forgot. It was a night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, what has everyone been up to? It's been a crazy, like, few weeks. Victoria Taylor has left the chat. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> it really has been a crazy past few weeks. Like, I had Sasha Colby... Yes. We haven't even like had another episode since that happened, which was a life-changing experience. Right? How her. was that? It was like, she's by far the best person that I have ever worked with. She saw me in my non-binary pride look, <gasps> like, and she went, period, yes. <laughs> and, I was the finger like, waves. and I just, it was all the validation that I ever need. <laughs> oh and my then we God. had the twat luck. Yeah, Twatlock was super fun. Um, I realized in our last episode we talked about themes, um, and we had we totally forgot to even mention that we were doing the DIY Twatlock uh, food themed show, which right. was really really fun. Torian was like, "Y'all didn't even promote the Twatlock on the pod," and I was like, "Look, we were having we were preoccupied. <laughs> we, we our brains were like, we've got this, this, and this coming up. So right." Uh, well, Victoria, how have you been? Well, uh, the past couple of weeks have really been up and down. Um, we experienced a loss in my family, so yeah. I stepped away and kind of regathered with my family um, so we could finish up and tie up loose ends with that. Um, it's kind of, I got asked, how was your grandmother proud of Victoria? Yeah. And that's a really odd question, yeah. only because I don't think she knew. Mm. I never fully came out and said I was a drag queen. Oh, interesting. I hinted that I worked in nightclubs and I hinted that I, you know, was in the entertainment industry. Yeah. But I never came out and said, hey, grandmother, I'm a drag queen. I never came out to her and told her I was gay. Wow. The first time she had ever seen me with a man was at Thanksgiving and dementia had already set in. So she didn't even know who I was. And so I kind of carry a little bit of guilt. I think she knew Right. And I think she knew all she wanted to know. But so we, we've done that. Um, so I don't really know. I like to think that she would be proud of pageant Victoria. Yeah. Now, Victoria, on a Saturday night when <laughs> Megan has launched a new album, no, she's not going to be proud of her. Shaking but, that ass in the club. Yes, yeah, that's not all she's shaking, but yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember, gosh, this really has been a whirlwind of a year so far. Because um, I remember you posting about that, but that really wasn't all that long ago. Mm, it was last week oh my gosh well i'm so sorry that happened and thank you for sharing that with us well, thanks for having me i'm glad to be here yeah and so for some of our listeners who may not be from the local birmingham area would you mind just talking a little bit about yourself sharing your pronouns and what kind of drag you do i am victoria taylor um in drag she her hers um when i'm not in drag jonathan he him his if you 
mess up when I'm in drag. I don't get offended. If you mess up when I'm out of drag, I don't get offended. Most of the people in the area call me Victoria, no matter where they see me. Yeah. Um, but I've been around the area for <clears throat> years, and um, <laughs> I, uh, it's just, it's been really, there's been a lot of growth here. And so I've seen a lot of entertainers come through, and it's just fun. And I enjoy the Magic City, um, and I just enjoy seeing everybody, and I enjoy getting to work on the different casts with different people, and just see what all the different types of drag have to offer. It's been a really fun ride. You are somebody that I think of as quintessential, like, Birmingham drag, like, classic Birmingham drag. You were one of the first people that I saw, like, whenever I went to Al's for the first time, I saw you perform... Same. That was back when Ginger Snap was still on cast. Oh, Ginger Snap. Snap. I miss her. I don't know Ginger Snap. It was, you don't know Ginger Snap? No, oh. I'm, I'm still young. Beautiful hair. Young and hung. Yes, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. Beautiful gowns. Um, beautiful gowns as well. <laughs> yes, those as well. Makeup? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. So she was beautiful all around. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you are just somebody that, like, ever since I have been aware of Dragon Birmingham, that, like, my eyes have been on you because you are always just like put together. Oh, I'm glad she's put together because I feel a mess when I'm not on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are so put together. I mean, it was the same for me. I remember, I think you were the first, um, the first drag queen that I saw where I was like, you know what? I think if I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that and I stole this from such and such, I could, I could make this happen. Well, that's really what drag is. Right. Exactly. I think it was like this pink gown and I think you had all these feathers on. And I, like a big loaf on your head. Yeah. Do, do you remember that look? Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember those looks well. I do miss my hair loaves. <laughs> All right. Makes me hungry. Mm. Is something burning? I'm just thinking really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, for me, the last week has been pretty crazy. I just finished my first national pageant. Uh, Congrats. Thank you. I finished in the top 10 at National Miss Comedy Queen. And I, it's, it's been a whirlwind of the last five weeks where I decided to throw my wig in the ring um, about five weeks ago for the last prelim. And um, I became Miss Last Chance Comedy Queen and got to go and compete. And I was just really proud of, what I, of being able to show up because I feel like a lot of people who didn't know who I was when I was there, um, their first impression may have been Birmingham. Oh, but... No, Birmingham, bitch. <laughs> I mean, right. you made the tip. <laughs> right. I was so, so proud of that. And um, finished eighth overall. So I was really happy with that for my for my first go around. And I, especially getting to like present everything um, yeah. that I designed on my, you know, in my own head. It was created by lots of people in the community. Um, there were many a nights that went into that pattern. There yes. were many a nights and many DiGiorno pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that. What was it? The margarita one, I think it was. Oh, yeah. There was one that was just delicious I that just, I still think about. I just raided the Publix um, pizza section and was like, I'm going to get one of every flavor, vegetarian option for all the weirdos out there. <laughs> Sounds like me. Right. Wait, are you a vegetarian? No, I was talking about just buying a lot of pizzas. Oh, true, true. I could eat pizza literally every day. Mark. I'm sure gets tired of it because I could literally anytime eat pizza anywhere. Anytime I'm going to the store, I'm like, okay, we got, we, we need more pizza rolls. I like deconstructed pizza too. What is that? Pepperonis, cheese, crackers. Oh, you just make it in your mouth. Yeah. I do that with margaritas and peanut butter and jelly. Mm. (laughs) I was doing that before you got here. If I'm being honest, (laughs) I would like little makes in your mouth margaritas. That sounds like a key thing you should buy. It does. It does. You just, you know, you get a little tequila. I mean, it's like a tequila shot, and then you just add extra lime and an ice cube. And salt. Her too. Mm, Hold the ice. Hold the ice. Hold the ice. Oh, you're not on the rocks? No. Mm -mm. No, I'm trying (laughs) to get off the rock. (laughs) Well, we have a few things that we want to plug before we keep going with the show, and that is that we have quite a few shows coming up. Um, so first of all, uh, every second Wednesday of every month, we host, Fawn and I host Drag Bingo at High Wire Brewing. Uh, so our next one is going to be on Wednesday, April 12th. That starts at 7.30 p.m. It's completely free to play. Come on out and support. And for our April 12th one, we actually are going to be hosting a fundraiser 
for the Magic City Acceptance Center and the Crisis Center. So make sure you wear teal in support of the Crisis Center as well. Yes, I'm so excited for that one. Also, coming, yes, we love bingo. Also coming up, we have on Thursday, May 18th at 7.30, Roast in Peace, Angel Face, because she will be leaving us soon. Aww. So what do you just, mean leaving? I've missed that news. I know. She's oh, yeah. going to be moving to North Carolina. Something like that. Oh, out of the Carolinas. Carolina. Yeah, out of Carolina, snatching her away from us up right. at the auditorium. I think she's going to Charlotte. Oh, so not Asheville? No. Oh. She's going with the Van Danks. Well, you know what they say about Charlotte? It's full of harlots. <laughs> <laughs> she's a comedy queen. <laughs> I thought you were going to make like a Charlotte's web joke. No. <laughs> Not quite. Um, and also, we are... Oh, wait. Did you finish talking about Roast in Peace Angel Face? I think so. It's going to be at Birmingham Festival Theater. Yeah. Where you can find your tickets online at bftonline.org. Org. Yes. And hopefully that is correct, because I don't remember either. But it will definitely be in the description of this podcast correct, episode. Because every time we go in and record this, we think we know what the website is, but we never actually do. I yes. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time I said bftonline.gov, no luck. It's whatever they said. That was a porn org. website. Yeah. Oh. I know. I'm going to need to get that one from you. Then. Oh, yeah. No problem. I'll share it with you on my alt Twitter. Yeah. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Well, that's right there. <laughs> Also, in the description of all of our podcast episodes, you can buy Flapping and Fawning merch. Which I am drinking some wine out of today. Yes, classy. I love your wine goblet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The wine goblet. I wonder if Jesus's holy grail had our faces on it, too. I would imagine. Right? I mean, it only seems natural. For the Last Supper, they just passed around a glass that had our faces on it. Yeah, the Flapping and Fawning mug. Was it your? Was it a mug with your faces on, or they just pass your faces around? Oh, that too. I mean, that too. They, they just they just shat shat them on off. Them. Uh, oh, <laughs> there were placemats, cushions, all that good stuff. This episode has become very meta. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I love that. I'm just saying, Jesus probably had a ass that, and he could probably sit on my face. You think? Probably, right? I mean. You saw Ida Carolina at National Women's <laughs> Comedy Queen. So for Outrageous Evening Gown, she came as Jesus. and With the cross? She was on the cross. And I said, Ida, get off the cross. We need the wood. Oh, I wasn't ready. Oh, It was iconic. Yes. Now I'm going to have to find it. It was fabulous. I mean, I never thought that Ida would get nailed on a stage quite like that ever. Um, <laughs> but she did. Some girls have all the luck. <laughs> she's sure trying to get nailed on a stage and can't do it. I Some know. people just make it happen. <laughs> and thank you for doing that for our sins, Ida Carolina. Yes, thank you so much. Speaking of which, we also have a five-star review to share. Um, as a reminder, for all of our chat show episodes, you can write a five-star review and you will hear your very own words from our mouth holes to your ear holes. And our five-star review today comes from Pola Frost on Facebook, who was a former guest on the pod. So we love Pola. We love Pola so much. Um, and she said, the dynamic between these two hilarious, all caps, hosts is infectious, much like Flapjack herself. Oh, stop it, Paula. She really is infectious, y'all. <laughs> Ooh, shots. Fawn is the perfect blend of sarcastic and sincere, while Flapjack is so bubbly and genuine. The topics and guests are always interesting, and it's, such, and it's just such a fun show to listen to. It's a must for me every week. 10 out of 10. Thanks for that 10 out of a 10 on a 5 out of 5 star review, Pola. We love it. Uh, the math ain't math. This must be that new math yes. that they're teaching. Mm-hmm. It's the new math. They do that in St. Clair County. Mm. I was never very good at fractions either, Pola. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we take a break, and then we will jump into talking a little bit more all about Victoria Taylor. Oh, why do you want to know about me? There's plenty to hear. <laughs> yeah, I thought I could hear it echo, and your hole sounds really wide. You're welcome. <laughs> And we are back with the one and only Victoria Taylor. Hi. Hi, horse. What's up, Ish? Well, I want to know what's up with you. Oh, just living life, trying to keep my head above water. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. 
<laughs> well, Victoria, I want to just start with um, learning a little bit more about you. You know, I, we are related, but I feel like we don't ever get to like hang out and chat we that often. We don't. Every time I see you, I'm like, hey, I would have gone to that. Because you're always busy. You're always on the go. I. Yeah, I don't mean to be. I just can't stop running. Bl- booked and blessed. Don't don't be upset. Just take it and run. You're right. You're right. I, I can't say no to anything. No loads refused. Oh, <laughs> yes. So when did you start doing drag? Um, well, uh, <laughs> for those that believe the Heavenly Father was a young boy. Oh. Um, no, I've been doing drag here for about 15 years. Um, mm. And there for a while, for a long stint, it was every week. And oh so, you know, it. you enjoy it and it's fun. But there is a time where you need to like recharge, and I wasn't taking time off, so I did kind of look burnt out. But yeah, um, I've been around here for a long time. It feels I see a lot of things change, um, and at the same time, it feels like it's been no time at all. And so it's just it's real fun, and I enjoy doing drag here. I've been around to some other states. Um, but this is a nice place to call home. So I know. Oh my gosh, I'm totally identifying with what you're saying right now about needing to like know when to pause to take that break to like reflect and refresh because I'm there right now. Like at Comedy Queen, I was like, this is great. I'm on top of the world, but I need to chill out <laughs> because it's. I mean, I feel like I just jumped in, hit camp on a kiki, and was like, I can't stop. I can't stop. Um, and now I just need to learn how to let go. So how do you how do you know when to take those pauses and know when it's okay to like reflect so that you can be more sustainable in the long run? Well, you're gonna want to uh, judging by your peers too, like with, if they still coming up with new ideas. Mm. Are you personally feeling like? Am I creatively constipated? Like, am I pumping <laughs> that up? That is such a great way to phrase that. I mean, that. I, that's, you know, like, I can't think of anything. Like, writers have writer's block. I yeah. can't think of anything else but creatively constipated. Like, you're pumping out the same look or everything looks the same or you're just not inspired. I've got a room full of fabrics. But sometimes I look in it and I'm just like, I don't have anything to sew. And so you mm. just need to, like take some time away, reconnect. Um, some people, like, I like playing video games. I get a lot of costume ideas from playing my video games because all these otherworldly, you know, costumes. And now, and then, you know, just for your personal being, you got to make sure that you're together as a normal, everyday functioning human being. If you're not functioning as a human, your stage persona isn't, isn't going to keep you afloat and it's going to show there. Yeah. And plaster the, doesn't hide everything. That is <laughs> a very true statement because like I've been there. I've also done the every night thing and it gets exhausting after a while. And I only did it for a year and a half. Now I'm very thankful for it. And the money's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the money can be very good, but you know, you just got to make sure that you, if you're going to do that, make sure that you do take time off. Yeah. Go on a vacation. Don't say no to a weekend getaway. Yeah. Oh, I got to make the money. Well, go away, recharge. That way you can still fall in love and go to shows. If you're starting to fall out of love with drag, yeah. go to a show. See what the other girls right. are doing. And it- go to a show outside of your hometown. It's so yeah. true. So that you can see what they're doing. Like, get re-jazzed about it. I love that. Well, so what video games do you play? Um, I'm a long video game player. Like, I like the big, long fantasy RPGs. Mm, size queen. I knew it. Yes. In all aspects of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, I just finished. And I did just get a Switch. But before that, I was playing my uh, PlayStation 4. And I was playing Dragon Age Inquisition. I oh. play, yes, I play all sorts of stuff like that. I still have my Xbox 360 just so I can play Fable. Have you played Mass Effect? I've seen it. I have not ah, played it. That sounds like a conversation that would be great for my partner. Meanwhile, my Pokemon playing ass is just like... <laughs> I have Pokemon too. I love Pokemon. Well, I just, I feel like with... So Mass Effect and Dragon Age, they're made by made by the same like company, you mm-hmm. know? So I love like the... I only have ever really played one video game that I like was invested in and that is Mass Effect. And so like just the the options to be able to like build your story how you want it, mm-hmm. I find really cool. And sometimes you get the fashion moments too. Yes. So like is that would you say that's like the biggest place that you draw inspiration from or where else does Victoria get her inspirations from? Um well and also I grew up with 
parents that were involved in the SCA, the Society of Creative Anachronism, medieval reenactment people. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's, that's so exciting. cool. <laughs> My dad made um, fighting armor, so I know how. I know how, but I haven't done it. I've seen it. I understand the concept of working with leather. He made armor, self metal, metalsmith all his own things, dyed it, painted it put it all together, and then turned around and would sew the big court gowns for my mom. Okay, so I'm guessing <laughs> that that's where you learned it all? It, I came by it, honestly, like, genetically. Oh, so okay. I've always, and then he also did costuming for theater productions in the Huntsville area. And my grandmother sews, and my mom would put the rhinestones on the French court gowns and stuff. So, yeah, I guess I kind of always have been around it. That's where Victoria, I come from it. She just popped out of the womb with a sewing machine in hand. Truly. She's Victoria kind Taylor of. with a T-A-I. Ooh, I can sew. I'm not a tailor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I got to get a little bit of a peek behind the curtain and see you behind the sewing machine when I was prepping for Camp Wanakiki. Thank you again for making... I had so much fun. Thank you for coming to me with that. Of course. I mean, you made the only three things that they liked that I wore. So, um... Thanks for that. I still liked other things. <laughs> yeah. They did. Oh, well, I liked your other it's things, fun. too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Meow. Meow. Oh, cats. <gasps> yes, cats. Tell us about your kitty cats. Oh, I love them so much. They're currently going through where their personalities change. Um, they're not quite a year old yet, but they have been a light in my life. Mm. And by light in my life, I mean they wake me up at 5.45 every morning <laughs> thinking it's time to eat. So we've got Zoomies at 2, and then we wake up at 5.45 for food. And I'm like, no. But <laughs> they're super sweet. Um, trying to work on drag with them is... Hmm... Yes. I can get away with rhinestoning stuff, but as soon as I get the fabric down, oh yeah, they they watch it. They'll sit there and watch and they'll be at the edge of it oh. and not touch it. They're so good. And they'll lay there like they're going to nap. And then I'll lay the pattern out on it and I'll get the fabric all laid just right. And then I don't know how they do it. One of them will levitate and both <laughs> paws together dive into it and scrunch the whole fabric uh. up into a ball. And if they weren't so cute, <laughs> and then I don't I'm, know what I would do. And then I'm sure also sometimes when you're sewing, if you have a long piece that's hanging off, they're like chasing it oh, as yeah. it's going up. They have their own pieces of uh, horsehair braiding, but they still <laughs> want to play with the pieces that I have. And I'm like, no, that's not mine. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. No, Boba does the exact same thing. When we were making stuff for Comedy Queen, it was the same situation. And so I would just have to sprinkle a little bit of the catnip over in this corner of this room and, and be then over put here. a little over here. Be not over here. Yeah, for as long as that would entertain him. And then I would just shut the door and uh, he would scream for however long until we finally let him out. Mm. Do your cats scream or are they more meowers? Um, my girl is a meower. And she waits. She's so weird about it. She'll be looking right at me, like eye contact. Yeah. And then I'll step to the side, like, because she'll be in the window in my bedroom, and I'll be in the hallway, and we'll make eye contact. And I'll step to the side into the bathroom. Meow. <laughs> and I'll stick my head out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right here. You watched me go in the room. <laughs> and so then I have to go over there and pick her up. And then she wants me to pick her up. Yeah. And pet her head and immediately put her down. Oh. And I'm like, what? So specific. Yes. And if I don't do it, then she. Hang <laughs> on now. Now, she did nibble me one day and I nibbled her ear and she hasn't nibbled me since. So she's learned. Fairly, <laughs> she learned. <laughs> she learned real good. I don't mind. I'll bite you back. That's one of the things like my partner's got a cat that is like the sweetest cat ever however whenever she wants attention she is the loudest bitch in the room and sometimes it is at the most inopportune moment like we'll be getting in drag oh like both of us will be like putting tights on and it's like she's just like i want attention right now oh no <laughs> and it's just like no 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 this isn't the time. Oh, all of a sudden, they see my tights when I put them on. They're like, ooh, ooh, what is that? Is this a snake I'm supposed to play with? Yeah. No, leave that alone. <laughs> Do not put a run in these. They cost $75,000. Right. Um, 
I love that we're all cat people here. It sounds like, yes. you know, I tried dog life. Oh, you did. I did. Now, granted, I say I tried dog life, but it was a little nine pound men pin. So. <laughs> she said she tried dog life. She, what she really means is pup play. Pup play. Oh, I oh, can no, see I, that. I didn't try that. I, I'm into that. Oh, that, that, it's that a wasn't a try. It's a, that was a whole. I'm still. I'm still there. Um, but no, like, an, and my little boy cat. He's super sweet. Oh, he's I love also that. super fat. But. Do, Okay, do y'all ever... You just meet people who randomly hate cats for no reason. All the time. Like, isn't that just the worst? They're not living their life right. They're not. Like, I've I've never understood that. It's like... I come from a family of those people. So, Fawn, why are you of these sinners? Like, I I am the one that has seen the light. Thank you. I love cats. Raise hell, praise Dale. Raise hell, praise Dale. All right, so skirt back to to drag. What have been some of your favorite moments in your drag career? Some of my favorite moments. Well, I'm going to have to be honest. Like every, I've won the crew titles here in Birmingham. I've yeah. won all three of them, and each time that I was able to win one of those, it was actually really a really good experience. I thoroughly enjoyed all the people I met. Um, I like to think that some of my best drag achievements I haven't done yet. Um, I am planning to return to the national scene. I'm just having yes. to kind of like restructure all that because the girl's gotten skinnier than she had originally thought <laughs> she was going to do. So we're a little ahead of schedule, which means the pageant stuff is having to restructure. So oh. having to take stuff in, redo some things, and replan pageantry because um, there's weight limits on some of the pageants I was yeah. going to do. And so are, I you can't not, do them. are you not at large now? I'm not at large now. I am now the biggest skinny girl. <laughs> <laughs> are you happy about that? Sure. Well, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, that yes. is awesome. We'll see. Now, if I could just look good in a bikini, it'd be fine. Oh, but you can. No. Well, Here's what I say. If you put the bikini on and take a picture of yourself. And put it on the fridge. And put it on the fridge. No, it you can look at it and say, well, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know people that have done that. I've done it. Right? Like, I'm like, mm, put a picture of me right next to the bag of chips. I'm like, oh. Oh, to like and I make sure I make sure loss? it's a, a picture of me, like, in the most awful position. <laughs> so, I'm like. How many chins can I squeeze into down, this? down, like, with my chin tucked in. <laughs> looking like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, yeah. you really want some chips? No. <laughs> but now, you know, I, I, did, I did enjoy plus-size pageantry. You know, I, there's some very, there's talented girls across all of it. Yeah. Um, but, and it's not necessarily... I'm intimidated in being in this ring because I don't know how to do that. Mm. Like, what can I do? Like, and I know that sounds silly, but it's like I'm still relearning my body. Like, yeah, I'm, like because I still see. I'm like, no, that's still there. And but you're just trying to figure out, you know, what works. So I'm having to re-figure out, you know, how to do it. Oh, that's interesting. I, I know I've experienced some fluctuations in my weight, um, especially since doing Camp Wanakiki, and I've gained, I think, about 40 pounds since I was on that show. And so um, I, I've noticed some things about the way I was patting my body or corseting, like they don't work the way they used to. And I still don't know that I've quite cracked the code on the new version of that. But I also think that there's like a, a sense of being scared of it, right? Being like, if I adjust, then I'm like, accepting something when i have this unrealistic standard of going back to somewhere else so yeah it's it's always interesting having that relationship with like your body like that is your biological body and then your drag body right and going through that transformation it's really interesting um i just have to remember it's like doritos some settling may occur <laughs> <laughs> now you are a tailor i am so who what is your connection to that family how what has that experience been like for you it has actually been very great um my drag mother is trinity taylor trinity the tuck from rupaul's drag race that is her hey um, my sisters are justice tiana taylor she is in new orleans she yeah. paints she, she paints to, for the back row I still have not away. met her yet, and I really, really she want to. She is a good time. Mm, I need to make it happen. She's a good time. Um, then I also have Autrina. She is in Tennessee. And then Mariah is down in Florida. My mama! Yes, your mama. <laughs> and so then 
Cleo's down there. Bob Taylor, who is Trinity's father, is down in Florida. Most of them are in Florida. Yeah. We just haven't made the jump. No, we have not. I like visiting. I just don't know that I want to commit. Same. It's also very hot down there. It's very hot. I already sweat anyway. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, that was the thing when I was down there for Comedy Queen. I was like, ugh, too hot. It's just so hot, even like, because when I was down there in February for Disney, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it's 80 degrees in February. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-uh. And then you have to worry about hurricanes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'd, true. Yeah. I'd, rather, yeah. I'd rather have the tornado than the hurricane. Mm. Yeah, but with, but those hurricanes make the company I work for in my day life a lot of money. <laughs> Well, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, so you um, you said Josh, Josh, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. Josh. I was like, is that his name from last night? Okay, good. I was gonna <laughs> ask if you knew. No, my bad, my bad, Jonathan. So, so Victoria by night is who she is. But Jonathan, what is what is day life for Jonathan? Jonathan um, usually gets going again when the cats get up but i actually work brace yourselves <gasps> this big old drag queen works for a roofing company hey but i'm in the financial operations department so don't get too excited oh, uh, so you're not lucy laduca out there pouring concrete no no i can tell you when something's messed up but yeah no i'm not the one that handles that i just move money around and make sure all your forms are in order oh i thought you were into That's- roofing because you were on top well, you who is, where do you get your information from, Pumpkin? It's not a very reliable source. Clearly. I can tell you that much. I have been on top, <laughs> but no, I, I I'm a much sturdier bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she said the only time she's on top is when she's on top of him. Yes, that works out. Well, what was your experience uh, like meeting Trinity and working with her? Where how what is that relationship like for you? So Trinity, um has actually helped me a lot and i met her before i met trinity before i even started doing drag and i actually backup danced for her in some of her talents in eoy back wait in- were you in the famous um family or uh what is that the brady the taylor, brunch the taylor bunch the talent? taylor brunch I am. i'm the one that picked her up and spun her around <laughs> yes! with the unibrow jan that was me um, she's gonna kill me for saying this, but Mariah told me that that was um, the reason why she learned she needed to wear panties in drag. <laughs> from that talent, from that talent, yeah, because after getting her. after getting feedback, Trinity brought her a pair of panties, and Mariah was like, "What's this? A new costume?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Ooh, that pageant, that was a good time. <laughs> but no, so and it and I, I got to know the pageantry side before i even got in drag right so it's been great and then i met my sisters i have brothers out there the the taylor family is huge is huge and large and so i'm related to a lot of people that they're like oh my gosh you're my niece or my aunt and i'm like yeah i love you so much (laughs) and I'm, i'm not being shady i'm just i'm a little country queen from birmingham alabama and this is the big city i don't know anybody (laughs) and but it's nice to meet them and then you know she definitely because she's helped me and started me on some of my pageant journeys and she let me know very early on and she's very right and she was like look i'll help you do whatever we can but i can't want it for you Mm. if you don't want it then you know let me know she's like i'll go home i've got other stuff i can work on Right. And so that, you know, that helped me see through, do I really want to do this or am I just frustrated with this right now? Yeah. And so, you know, I, and that stuck with me till still to this day, you know, and it's true. And you can't, you can't want it for somebody else. So I've gotten a lot of good things from her. Um, I'm super proud of her. I think she's doing amazing. I love seeing everything she's doing. Me too. And pop to her songs in the car. (laughs) Shh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell her. Oh yeah, we we won't say nothing. But you did put it on this public podcast, so. Whoops. <laughs> well, um, is there anything that you would like to plug for yourself, where our listeners can find you uh, before we move on to our next segment? I am in the process of trying to streamline all my social medias because they are oh. all different. Come on, rebranding. But, yes, but I really want them all to be one. I, yep. Yeah. So like. 
Yeah, find me on Facebook and we'll get you to where you need to go. I'm Victoria Taylor on Facebook <laughs> because all of my other handles, they're there, but they're not the same and I'll butcher them. So um, find me there and we'll get you where you need to go. And then until then, once I'm rebranded, then I'll have one drop for you. And we'll also make sure the most updated <clears throat> versions of those links are, again, included in the description of this episode that you're listening to. Also on our social media posts for these yes. episodes, we'll have Victoria tagged. Oh, yeah. All right. Now it's time for my very favorite segment, which is Flop of the Week. Ooh. Fawn, can you please tell Victoria what a Flop of the Week is? So our Flop of the Week is a 60 second. I almost said 60 minute. That would be wild. 60 minute. It's a whole (laughs) other podcast. It's a 60 second unhinged, uninterrupted rant about whatever you want. That is something that is just really grinding your gears. Mm. If it's something that's just like anything that you want to get out there, now's the time to get it out there. Yes. Mine's going to be controversial. Go ahead. Heads up. Oh, Oh. it's even better when they're controversial. Perfect. I love it when it's controversial yet brave. I'm sure mine might ruffle a few feathers, but we'll see. Oh, God. I've already talked about it on the pod plenty of times, so (laughs) it was only a matter of time before it became a... Fawn just comes for people on the pod. Okay. All right. Is I, I be- coming for the pod people? Oh, believe me, we know all about coming on the pod people. That's for the only fawns and the only flaps. Oh, and our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> okay, I know fawn usually kicks us off, but I'll get us started this time, I guess. Sounds good. Victoria, will you please give me a countdown? Sure. Or you just you just say three, two, one. Oh, my bad. <laughs> and three. Two, one. My flop of the week. So I've been on a few traveling trips recently, and I've stayed at hotels that charge you for goddamn everything. I will never understand why we don't just charge a larger fee up front. Why do we have to charge $600 for the rooms and then charge you for breakfast and then charge you for parking and then charge you to breathe? I I genuinely don't understand. How are you going to tell me that you are selling me a luxury fucking experience when you're going to nickel and dime me to death the whole time I'm there? Ready for my salad? Exactly! Even the salads cost like $80 and it doesn't make any sense. It actually blows my mind. If I want to be able to go to the pool, I should be able to go to the pool with the purchase of my room. I shouldn't have to pay $15 for a daily pool pass. It doesn't make any sense. It ruins budgeting for people and it just makes it impossible. In this economy, I don't think so, honey. That's why hotels that charge you for everything is my flop of the week. Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It's been really laying on my mind recently. I don't think I've seen you get that worked up for a flop of the week yet. I felt that that was deep. <sighs> I really needed to get that off my chest. Thank you. Mm, pearl I, necklace style. Yes. <laughs> I um no, no that costs extra too. It, yes. it does yes, cost it does extra. Cost extra. <sighs> oh oh, we're the ones. Okay, that don't allow you to have guests in your room. Wait, what? Is that a thing? Yes. Yes, Airbnbs, which I can more so understand with an Airbnb, but like a hotel, they don't allow you to have guests. I I dare a hotel to tell me I can't host. Right. I think it's more so you're not supposed to have the guest overnight. Again, I will say, I dare. Now, Grant, I don't do spending nights, but (laughs) I dare a hotel to tell me I can't (laughs) host. See, I yeah, I'm I'm with you. I completely agree. Right. It, but I, I went on two trips recently, and I have another one coming up where it's like I'm staying in a hotel, and I have a certain budget for it, right? But things just end up going like way over budget because certain things are promised on the website that are actually not amenities. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they want to keep charging you every little thing for it. it you need a insane. card for incidentals. They ain't gonna be no incidentals. You don't need <laughs> exactly. my card. Exactly. Uh, well, thanks for hearing me out on that one. Okay. Who's next? I guess I'll go. All right. I'll start the timer. Victoria, will you do the honors once again? Three, two, one. Go. My flop of the week are bad eyebrows. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> you're in drag, you should be thinking about why you are doing things that you're doing with your makeup. If you've got an eyebrow that looks like it's floating up in outer space, or you got an eyebrow that looks like it's a droopy dog, 
<laughs> like, why are your eyebrows looking like that? And do eyebrows look like that in real life? Exactly. <laughs> like, some of you I'd rather have no eyebrows like a fucking dolphin than to have these cinder blocks. And I can say this as somebody that used to have cinder block eyebrows myself because I used to have some of the worst <laughs> eyebrows ever. And if I can grow and overcome, anybody can grow and Ten overcome. Seconds. Eyebrows, just think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Like, when you're doing makeup... Think about intention. Don't just slap a brow on and then like highlight under the base of it. And that's why bad eyebrows are Fawn's flop of the week. I'm just really picky about eyebrows. I say I'm really picky, but I'm really not. (laughs) Here's the thing. That you kind of are. You kind of (laughs) are. And that's okay. We all have our things. What I, I would much rather like somebody that I'm like, if I'm noticing your eyebrows in a bad way, like there's plenty of people that I'm like, oh, I don't think about their eyebrows because it's not negatively drawing attention. Mm. But when your eyebrow is like causing such like a distraction, it's not framing the windows to their soul. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's or the window to s- their hole. Oh yeah, you can't get sucked in. Exactly. Curtains are all messed up. Right. And do they match the drapes? Probably not. Probably not. Ooh, if your brows are. Ooh. <laughs> Woof. I know. How do you feel about drawing on pubes? I mean, I'd prefer a lace front pube. <laughs> I've seen some people draw on mustaches that look kind of like pubes. Wow. You came onto this podcast to talk about Fawn's drag like that? I wasn't talking about Fawn. <laughs> I wasn't looking at Fawn. Yeah, I don't draw this mustache on from pubes. I actually just glue my pubes on. <laughs> <laughs> Grew those pubes. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, I love that. But no, you're right. When I was teaching the okay, so I t- taught a makeup class at UAB for uh, for like drag boot camp for the students. Which first of all, Fox News was right, and second, um, <laughs> I, I still can't Grooming. believe they picked me for that. But um, yeah, you know, I talked about you want to make sure it's lifting your face, like not just making making it like a, a square. Yeah, I'm like so. I I feel you because like here's the thing. Just, like, think about your intention with makeup. And that's something that I've been teaching, like, my partner. I'm, like, if you're asking me, like, about this, I'm, like, ask yourself why you're doing it. And, like, what you're trying to achieve. In all aspects of your life. Exactly. Mean to put something there. Yes. How how was makeup, what was your makeup journey like, Victoria? Woof. <laughs> um, so there are some promos from uh, my earlier days. Um, they're lovely. Yes. Um, I don't have near the makeup on that I do in those photos, mm. but that's also a back in the day, back when RuPaul was doing like that season one blur filter. Yes. And all our promos looked like that. <laughs> there are actually show flyers that I have been photoshopped or airbrushed so much that all you can see are my eyes and like <laughs> <laughs> like my face, my cheeks, my nose have been airbrushed, like just wiped right off my face. <laughs> Look like a pie face. They said, oh yeah, she'll be here. <laughs> yeah. And this is kind of what she looks that's like. That's kind of what she, that, that's going to be her costume. That's, yeah. what, that's what she'll look like once you're six drinks in. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I look much better in soft lighting and heavy liquor. <laughs> but um, I think you have amazing makeup skills. I mean, in the time yeah. I've known you, you've always had a flawless face. Well, you're very kind. Uh, there are some times where I'm like, oh, yes, I am beat. And then there are other times I'm like, whoa, it's Jonathan with a wig on tonight, guys. <laughs> Apologize in advance. Like, and sometimes, and and it may not be that it's, I just feel like I can see through it sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't put him away. Where did he go? Right. right? Like, But, you know, and I've learned from different queens, you know, again, getting out in the show, seeing what are they doing with their makeup? Because, I can only look at my face so much and I'm like, Ooh, I want to do something. And I'm like, but what? Yeah. And so I have to look at other people like, well, they tried something. wonder if I could do that or change it. You know, I'm really thankful that I started drag at a time where I could like look up any YouTube tutorial that I wanted and kind of figure it out. But I also kind of wish that I, had that experience of oh we're all getting ready together in the dressing room and we're all learning from each other in that moment like i feel like i hear a lot of um queens who are honestly not that much older than me but Mm -hmm. still older than me talking about like just having that i feel like this is such a baptist are you talking about fellowship together are you talking about me no 
I'm actually talking about April Fresh and Ginger Midge, but, oh. um, <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they talk about like they, there was like a newspaper article that taught them that cover girl doesn't cover boy. And, Correct. Uh, I, I don't know. I just I, I feel like that it was such a special time where you really had to like scour the the yeah. landscape for to to create the. Uh, entertainer you wanted to be we would and in pageants we'd compete against each other and we'd all use same makeup hey let me borrow mm. that and we'd pass and makeup around hair pieces back it's it's been insane yeah when i started there was one youtube video that you could find and it was what? misty eyes <gasps> oh come on misty eyes Who she has that? a beating video too she does yeah i think so she oh, was wait, beat Beating? Like beating. BDSM? No, beating. No. B-E-A-D. Oh, I need to go find that video. You see where my brain is. Yeah, I, I followed you, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Alt twit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, my people will talk to your people. Mm. We can collab. Um, <laughs> Which means we won't do lunch. Right, right, right. All right. Are you ready for your flop of the week, Victoria? I think so. We're going to try and figure this out, but I apologize in advance if it sucks or if it steps on your toes and makes you upset. Uh, okay, here we go. This is Victoria Taylor's flop of the week, starting in three, two, one. My flop of the week has to be Crocs. There, I said it. I said it. Crocs. I understand that there's probably the most comfortable shoes on the planet, and God, they better be because they are by far the most absolutely hideous things I've ever seen anyone put on their feet. Disgusting! And they're terrible. It just is, like, I get see them and they're nauseating. <laughs> I will get into Starbucks in the morning, and there'll be this fine man at the other side of the counter, or he'll be walking in the store. And I haven't had my coffee yet, so I'm not all there. And he comes walking up, and I'm like, oh, God, if you would just look at me. And he looks and smiles, and I look him down, and there are those Crocs. And why in the world would you put those on? Not to mention they're like the most god-awful <laughs> color. Seconds. Like they don't even match anything but Crocs. Like, no, they could, they, 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 they're the most comfortable. You know, just put pillows of air. Well, God, could they look better or something because they are the most god-awful things on the face of the planet. I feel like they should be stricken from the planet for good. Yeah. I can't do it. Y'all have it. That's why Crocs are Victoria's flop of the week. <laughs> I I love that. As somebody that like does not care for Crocs myself, I very much appreciated that. I can't stand them. I, I just can't. <laughs> I can get behind the like platform ones and I can get behind the heeled ones because I feel like they're intentionally bad. No. But like just a regular croc, I can't. Do. I, I I understand like the campiness of it, but like the you better be you better be gardening in your croc <laughs> pumps, and there better be a daisy on the toe. Of right? Them. No, I um, I, they're not they for me. Green. I think that they're called crocs because they're. I think they're named after crocodiles because when you see them, you run away. And uh, I love my dear sweet friend Paula Frost though, who does drag almost exclusively in Crocs. But those are not the shoes for me. Have you all seen those like alligator? Not alligator. The shark sandals that some some people wear. No, they're like shark sandals. There's like slides. Ooh, I have. You know, I'm funny about footwear. I don't like feet to begin with. Oh, you're not a foot fetish person. No, like I keep socks on during the deed because oh, I don't even like my own feet. Mm, and my feet are decent. I just, oh, shark sandals. I mean, I can see that that is actually kind of cute. That looks like a kid's toy. Yeah. But still. I mm, bet they are so comfortable. The first time, be. The first time I saw them, I was in Walgreens and somebody was wearing them. And I was like, what is that? But you know what? I bet if you glued craft uh, fur on them. I bet I'd buy them. But I love <laughs> little Fluffy Bunny house slippers now. Fluffy Bunny. Okay. You know what they need to invent? Air conditioned high heels. Like here goes if, Flap with her hot feet. If head. I could have cold feet in the in no. heels, it would change my life. Just do you have, your, is, it, is it do they sweat? No, no. So they turn like they look like little cherry tomatoes. I mean they're not doing it right now, but especially when I'm in drag. And have you thought about freezing your heels before you go to a show? No, that's a good idea. Just get Botox in your feet. <gasps> You can get your toes pumped. I could. Um, hold on one, one moment. I'm having testicle difficulties. She's not even talking to having testicle, <laughs> testicle difficulties. Um, wait, do you think that would work? Would Botox help my hot feet? They put Botox in your feet and your hands and your armpits so that you can, but you have to choose one to leave. 
you can have you wait you, like what you have you have to okay you sweat in your armpits you sweat in your hands and you sweat in your feet right 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 so when you get botox in those three places you have to choose one place to not get it oh otherwise it'll like just stay in you so you have to you can let your you can get your feet in your hands or your feet in your pits but they put botox in there it also helps with feeling the pain a lot of women who wear high heels for extended periods of times are starting to get botox put in their feet um because it helps you know with the pain but it also stops the sweating and i think it would probably you know make your toes not smell like corn chips you're I mean, tight. I feel like my my feet don't really stink. I feel like they don't really sweat that much. And it's, I've wondered if it's because like if they get hot because they're not sweating. You know? Are you sure they're hot? Oh yeah, yeah. They turn really bright red. You've seen them, right, Fawn? Like when I they think get, so. get really, really red, it's awful. But it's not because the blood's been pushed out of them. I I don't think so. I don't know what that means, really. Because you've also had it happen out of drag. Yeah. I so when I used to play like tennis in high school or i was in the marching band Mm -hmm. like they would just get really 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 inflamed and um this is like something that runs in my on the mom's side of my family yeah um where all of our feet just get like really really hot and it's hard to um be able to do normal things so i have like ice socks that i like keep in the Mm -hmm. freezer and every time i get home from doing drag i just slip them on i I put them on today actually because i walk to work and now it's hot outside so i'm waiting now for the day that you bring a cooler to your show to have your just sit your feet in look i did when i went went down from his last chance i had like a a little cooler with my eye socks (laughs) and you could like put your heels in there and your heels will be cool amazing that would be heavenly um i think we should take a break and go invent that yes And we're back with news clips. Yes. So at the time of this recording, um, unfortunately, this morning, there was another school shooting. Um, Mm. And I don't know. It it just is so sad to see that, you know, because it, it, it is on top of so many others that have been happening. Like, this is a really unfortunate trend right now. Um, But to me, it was particularly... Um, I want to say, I don't know. I don't know the best word to say, but it, it just was, <laughs> I guess, ironic in a way because it was in Nashville yeah. Um, where Jeez. these drag bands are happening. It's just like really wild because like for it to be happening in Tennessee where they're saying that drag is one of the biggest threats to your children right now and they're not even taking care of like them during their day-to-day life yeah. because this has just been such a common occurrence mm-hmm. across the country and yet they just want to deflect and blame drag artists yeah it's it's particularly weird and unfortunately with this situation uh, and, and again this is like literally the same day that we're recording this that this happened um there are a lot of unconfirmed reports that the perpetrator was actually a trans student at the school um which is i mean first of all awful that this happened in any way whatsoever but it makes like this debate even more complicated and Mm -hmm. and complex Um, i know marjorie taylor green has already tweeted something awful about hormones and and how mental health of trans kids is um the true problem you know and it's just so ridiculous like clearly the problem is how you're making these trans youth feel right exactly like the, the it has never been the consistent um variable that this has been a trans shooter you know it right there are plenty of people that have problems or not even problems. It's not, I don't think being being trans isn't a problem, but I do understand that it does mess with your emotions and your feelings and your thought process. Right. But that's not what causes, causes it. Yeah. No. I mean, in the same way that anyone who uh, has this realization of having to come out, no matter what identity they're coming out with um, in their uh, uh, in their teenage years, you know, it's always difficult. Um, and large and wide, this is not, you know, the, the solution for them has not been to get a gun and to, uh, uh, 
be, become an active shooter at yeah. their school. Um, so there have been so many successful, beautiful stories of people coming out absolutely. Right, and their youth. And this is the one time that we've had like, it be somebody within the community happening at like this. Right. And it's, it's really unfortunate. And also like as somebody that has nieces myself that are right. in elementary school, knowing like this kind of stuff is just on the rise. They have to have active shooter drills in school now. Yep. That was never a thing when I was in school. And I mean, even at the college that I work at, like we have active shooter drills and practices and, and um, trainings, you know? So it's like one of those things that you are always on high alert for. Um, yeah. I wanted to uh, show one of the, or, or play a clip from the Fox News um, live stream that was happening th- this morning, um, where the mother of one of the students, I believe, um, actually took over the airwaves of Fox News and kind of hijacked <laughs> it, but like to bash Republican lawmakers for not doing anything. Go ahead. Um, so I just wanted to share that uh, on the pot. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? cover all of these mass shootings i'm from highland park so it cut out briefly but she does come back family vacation with my son visiting my sister-in-law i have been lobbying in dc since we survived a mass shooting in july i have met with over 130 lawmakers how is this still happening how are our children still dying and why are we failing them gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens it has overtaken cars assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl we are arming cartels with our guns and our goose loose gun laws and these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation i'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of we can't even pass gun safety like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons that they shoot each other with and at that point, they pulled away from her speaking. Um, she's not wrong. She's not wrong at, at all. All on any level, ever, <laughs> no matter who you are. Exactly. I mean the the problem here is that guns are completely out of control, and you just get one, right? Like it doesn't t- it doesn't take anything. Exactly. And I think it's one of those things. Republicans are so protective of their guns when they hear people talk about gun control and stuff like that. Most people out there are not saying get rid of all guns. Most people are saying we need stricter. I just want it. I just want to that you can handle it. Mm -hmm. I understand that that process might exclude me because you know I'm going to be honest. We do have to look at the mental health right spectrum on that when it comes to this. Are you you know do you need to have a sit down talk with like. Um, a therapist or something. Do you need to pat? There needs to be a screening process so that you can't just go get it. And, and you know, I'm sorry at the end of the day, if that means that I'm never able to own a gun, well, guess what? I don't ever get they to own, own a, gun, a gun, but I don't have to. Right. But those should be in place because people shouldn't be allowed to have access to them. And there's agreed personally. There is no reason. I think there is no reason for a, average person to own a fully automated assault rifle kids can get guns and fully automatic assault rifles but my mom can't deposit money into my bank account right uh, like what i know wells fargo stop asking people for my password when they want to deposit money it's so hard to pay bills like if someone's trying to pay my bills let me but yes but but little Susie johansson can over there have a bad day and come go find a gun right like, this is a problem Exactly. And it's it's time for lawmakers to focus their attention on not trivial things like drag queen story hour and policing trans people. Like, let's, listeners, please make sure that you are registered to vote and that you're voting for people who are out there seeking to protect folks from gun violence. Like, I, I think that's really It'll all we can vocal. ask. We got to be vocal about it. Amen. And we've got to be paying attention to who's voting for what. Right. And if you don't also have a representative in your area, because especially here in the South, sometimes there are areas that go with uncontested with just, Mm. mm -hmm. we've got to make sure that we have representatives. Right. So don't be afraid to run for office yourself. If, if this is something you're passionate about. All right. Well, 
I know that that is some pretty, pretty much uh, a pretty big bum- bummer of some news to share. So um, I did want to share something that is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum for the news this week. And that was this trending meme that I have seen of Kit Connor. Do y'all know who Kit Connor is? No, but I love a good meme. I Same. So he is, uh, he is one of the kids from Heartstopper, which was the show on Netflix. It was like about a, uh, but, 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 but the it was like a gay teen love story basically long story short i saw the thumbnail for it yes yes i'm completely unaware you, you didn't oh, see Hot, heartstopper no oh my god you would love it Fall. i watched survivor in anime oh you okay <gasps> do you watch castlevania i have not yet <laughs> it's like on my list oh my but god, i you've got to watch it i'm currently Sorry. watching <laughs> i know you're fine i'm currently <laughs> watching jojo's bizarre adventure i didn't i missed that one it's on Netflix. There's this one anime, and I can never remember what it's called, but it's about like this guy who who dies, and then he like go, but and then he goes to the afterlife, and he meets this girl named Aqua, and she is like, I'm a fairy or something, and you're dead, and you get one wish to take with you into the afterlife, and he said, Okay, I want to take you, and then it's about their adventures when they go into the afterlife, and I found it really fun, but I can never remember what it's called. I'm gonna have to look that fun. up. Yeah, it's very yeah. A fun little journey. It is really fun, but we, we tried to watch it on Crunchyroll, but there wasn't like a dubbed, a, a dubbed or English subtitles version, like oh, at all. So I do love a subtitle. I prefer a dub- as long as it's foreign film. Mm. <laughs> oh, you don't like it on a on a regular or not regular, but on an English? Meh, no. Oh. I can hear them. I don't need to read it. Fair. I like it because I I feel like I miss little things. Yeah, sometimes. I personally just like being able to hear English because I want to be able to multitask. Fair. Yeah. Well, anyways, so Kit Connor from Heartstopper, <laughs> he... Okay, so... Go, Kit. He was in some news, um, like, last year. Was but, he naked? No, he... Um, well, the meme. Wait, first off, how old is, is he? he? I don't know how old he is, but he is uh, of age for me to be showing you what I'm about to show you. Oh, God. Which is not, which is not a penis or anything like that. You're making it sound worse than it is. So he was bullied into coming out as bisexual because this was when like the big queer baiting conversation was going on. People were saying like, oh, why are they casting these non uh, LGBT actors in these queer roles, right? But he was like, in his teens so like it wasn't really right for him to be forced to come out so anyways he came out as bisexual and left twitter after that and now these new photos have been released where he has gotten absolutely jacked okay i just googled and he's 19 and that doesn't look like a 19 year old mama i know but he is it's real I, it's real like he's there's 19. multiple pictures yeah see he gets blocked on my grids old enough same oh, same, same. <laughs> block but the thing that i thought was really funny was the caption on the meme well someone said okay why the fuck is he working out so hard for and then someone said he went from heart stopper to prostate puncher oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> well he is wearing gray sweatpants so <laughs> maybe they see something we don't he is oh kit connor I just I don't know how he's gonna play this um, high school student anymore, looking like that. You know, no, he's like Ugh, ripped. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's my news for the week. Have you watched The Last of Us yet? You haven't no. had time to watch anything. I, no, I just got back from Comedy Queen. All these shows, and I'm like, no, I know. Saw the thumbnail. The Last of Us <laughs> on HBO is so good and so queer. There's like a couple really good gay episodes. Um, the lead actress i thought there was just the one no there's two um and the lead actress um bella ramsey is non-binary in real life work bella yeah why is it such a struggle to either watch something new or watch something that you've seen 82 million times i don't understand there's just too many options i mean i will always choose pedro pascal Okay. Which is also why we're watching season. We just started season three of The Mandalorian. Oh, God. You just now starting season three? Yeah. Oh, it's so (laughs) good. I like, love Pedro. Well, speaking of things that we like, it's time to close out with our fawn of the week. So, this is just anything that has stuck out to you from this week that you really, really liked. Maybe something from this conversation. Maybe a young entertainer that you want to highlight. So, yeah, what's your fawns of the week? Would you like to open it up, Victoria? No, yeah, open it up for li- us. I don't like going first. Oh. I'll go in the middle or last. 
My fawn of the week is going to go to one of my fellow um, Miss National National Miss Comedy Queen competitors. Her name is India Taco, and she was one of the representatives for um, the Memphis Belle Comedy Queen prelims. And um, she really, I had I, it was so meaningful getting to share a dressing space with her at comedy queen. I feel like I learned so much about her. She shared with me a lot about being an indigenous person and and her culture and how she incorporates that into her drag. And you know, when you're at a pageant, you're in a competitive setting. And there was a moment where I was in a vulnerable position where I needed to go on stage, but something like busted in the last second. Right. And she was just watching out for me and came and fixed it in an instant. Like, not even half a second before my music went on and literally saved my life so that I was able to get started with my presentation exactly how I wanted amazing. to. So big fawn of the week to India Taco. She is wonderful. Yay, India. That's awesome. They don't make people like that anymore. No. no. She's one of the best. That's awesome. My fawn of the week is going to be just the DIY drag show yeah. in Birmingham. Twat is like been the spearhead of that, but also Twat publicly is like, it's not just me. And there's a great production team behind that with Amanda and Robbie. The DIY drag show is just one that like Victoria mentioned earlier in the episode about just like going to see drag. Mm -hmm. Like that is one of those shows that I do not ever want to miss because I am seeing these fresh young entertainers with so much passion and love for the art of drag and they also have so many brilliant ideas and they don't get caught up in their own head about like oh i don't know how to do this they just have they find a way yeah they just have the like drive to make it happen and like as somebody that has been in a while i sometimes get caught up i'm like oh i don't know how to do this so i'm just not going to do it and like it's just really inspiring seeing people just giving it their everything and Mm -hmm. like it's just really refreshing and every time i go it's fucking incredible it's awesome agree all right victoria take us home well i guess i would have to say that my phone of the week would be just like the energy in drag right now in birmingham like with all the pageants everyone's really super jazzed Yeah. yeah it seems like Everyone's either on their way to a national pageant or is planning to go to a national pageant or has just been to a national pageant. Like in Birmingham, like the talent is like stepping out and like going back out there. And it's just, it's really energizing because then it's like, oh, well, if they're doing this, I wonder, oh, if I could go back, how would I be received? You know, it's just, it's, it's, you know, you get to see your, peers and your friends like going after things and sometimes that makes you realize that oh yeah i remember i used to want to do x y and z and so then you're like well go out there and do it and so i just enjoy seeing people getting out there doing the different pageants because i love rupaul but pageants will always hold a special place in my heart and i feel like pageants should always be around i don't think they should ever go away and i don't know that they ever will so i'm just really happy for the energy and seeing everyone like going after this you know keeping it alive keeping the drag going so that people have something to talk about in the future because rupaul isn't just it i love that too there's definitely exciting things happening well thanks everyone again for listening to another episode of Flapping and fawning. For listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at FlapJQuellen. F L A P J A C Q U E L I N E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at 
clap and fawn pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta ta.